New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. It's Adventures in Dadland, episode four? Four? Is it four? It sounded like we're unsure, but it is episode four. I sounded unsure. I was absolutely <laughs> unsure. <laughs> Hello, my name is Colfax. And I'm Jerbs. Yeah, and uh, we are dads, and we are quarantining with the rest of you, and uh, this is our podcast. Adventures you know, a lot of- in Dadland. The intro? Wait, 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 wait. the intro. Right now? Hit it, you hit it right now. Okay. This is what we're hitting the intro right now. Adventures. 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 Adventures in Dadland. That's a mighty fine DIY intro, incidentally. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. My favorite. Uh, first things first, let's go through our uh, weeks. It's been about a week. We've had some technical snafus and work going back and forth, but uh, the one, the best thing that's happened to you this week, Jerb will go. The best thing that's happened to me this week is that we're just only dealing with people being cooped up in my in my family. So I'm going to take that as a huge win for me. That is a huge win, dude. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. And you I, know, made I, had some, to... I made my best bread ever. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, dude, I saw it. He sent a picture of the bread. I'm jealous. That seems to be the thing. Everybody's starting podcasts and everybody's baking bread. So you and I are right in the zeitgeist with that one. <laughs> uh, you know what? My kids, it's crazy. They uh, are really, I worry because I feel like the bottom's going to fall, but they're really excelling at this. Like excelling this afternoon. Yeah, my daughter. Uh, yeah, my daughter's got a Girl Scout meeting they're going to do via Zoom this afternoon where they're going to talk to somebody, an expert. They're going to earn a badge virtually, which is crazy. And That's then my awesome. son's got he's got a ukulele recital in a couple hours that they're going to do via Zoom. I love that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's weird. I think they're cooped up, but same as you. Like, everybody's happy and everybody's healthy, and it sucks because today's, like, 80 degrees. And, like, I, I just – I'm getting I'm – getting, I'm getting – stir crazy being at, at, in, yeah. in, in the house you oh know what God, i mean like, i want to go i, I want to go outside and do things in the sun so much i, I just want to do something i dropped some uh groceries off at my parents house the other day that's literally the only place i've been to mm-hmm. like i go to the store every couple weeks my wife and i alternate but like i went to my parents house and dropped some stuff off on their back porch some groceries and i was like dude i forgot what it's like to go places <laughs> it's like this is driving i love yeah, I just, this right now I know. I tr- I cruised around for a little while and listened to the radio in my car. Like it was weird. The world exists out there, dude. You're living the high life, driving I, around. Well, hey, I know we already set this up, but I I just remembered something I want to talk about. So I want to hit this off right now. Is that okay? Can I just call an audible and hit this? Yes. I I went to the grocery store the other day, and usually my wife has been doing the shopping because she works in a uh, it's a medical type facility, and every other week she has to go in. So we figured one of us should leave, and the other one should stay stuck here. And I've been the stuck here one, right? <laughs> but I went to the grocery store the other day because my wife was like, "You need to get out of the house. You're starting to freak out." And it, it, the the grocery store is cool, but I noticed like thirty percent of the people in the grocery store were not wearing masks. Oh, I mean, and not like people working, just like people like shopping. Hmm. And I thought I, I see it on Twitter, like just wear a mask, man. It's not, you know, it's not that hard, and it feels weird when you do it. But 
because everybody does it, it helps, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're protecting yourself and you're protecting other people from you. Like it's it's I see a lot of trash on on social media where people are like, ah, it's infringing on my constitutional rights to wear a mask. But like literally we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yeah. Like wear a mask if you go to the grocery store, dude. And I found that like the people that weren't wearing masks, the people with masks were eyeing them down. I'm like, who? what are you doing, man? Yeah. I'm like, just throw a mask, throw a bandana over, bro. Like anything. It's not that tough. Yeah. Just something. something. You don't have to be in a, you don't have to be in a hazmat suit. Like I get it. <laughs> But, like, throw a little mask over, dude. You know, everybody's doing it. I tell you what. So, Lindsay is dealing with this at the uh, post office all the time because she, she has a uh, e-commerce business that she ships stuff off. And so she just drops packages off. Yeah. Our post office has this thing where even if you're just dropping everything off, you've already paid your postage, you, you, you know, you just literally need to hand it to somebody because it's bigger than, like, the mailbox that you have to still stand in line and there's a big sign and they're like six feet away. They measured it. They taped out where you can stand. And people, especially like older people will come in with no mask. They'll blow right past everybody. They'll open the door and they'll be like, I'm just dropping this off and like throw it at people and like not, not be like within the six foot or not be outside the six foot radius or whatever. Yeah. They're just, it sucks because it's like, we're doing this for you. We're doing this for other people. Like, why are you just sitting here throwing it in our faces with no mask and then breaking all the rules? Because you think you're you know, special. I, I hate to generalize. I, I really don't want to generalize, but I had to go to the, I, I, there's a gas station that's independently owned right by my house. They do propane refills. Yeah. So I, re, I refilled my propane tank because it's, it's a mom and pop shop. And if I can spend any money with them, I want to do it because I want them to be around when this is done. Yeah, Absolutely. But there was a dude, an older guy, in the gas station, It's and he had nothing. No mask, no nothing, just hanging out. And I'm like, dude, doesn't that make you feel uncomfortable? Some people aren't, dude. They feel like it's a hoax, which is crazy. I, it's <laughs> insane, dude. I mean, just, it's not that much, I you think, know? I think only, not, okay, not only in America, but um, it, it's especially it's especially big here because we're so used to having, like, rules, rules and regulations that you have to follow but they're all really the big ones like if as long as you're not out there shooting somebody in the face like you know you kind of hang within the rule of law and it's like i have my own way of doing things and it's my it's my body my choice and all this stuff and people just get so offended and it's like well if we get through this together then we don't have to deal with this anymore but they're not thinking long game, dude. They're not thinking long term. They're just thinking like, I just don't want a mask when I go outside. And it's lame. You know, I think maybe, I don't know what what's going on everywhere else, but the fact that we're kind of spread out here. I mean, unless you're listening to me and you're listening, you're living in one of those apartments, you know, in Lodo or one of those lofts in Lodo where you're stacked. I mean, but like in the neighborhoods out there, you're pretty far open. You walk around my street, you might not know anything's going on. You know what I mean? I, I feel for somebody who's living in an apartment right now because I, I mean, I've lived in my share of apartments. I mean, straight up like 15 years of apartments. I don't know how I could be doing this if I didn't have a backyard. This would be awful. Uh, particularly with kids, dude. Yes. I don't know what my oh kids would do God. if we were stuck inside. So You're a saint that, if you're doing that. Dude, unbelievable. You know, uh, speaking of the kids, I, the, the school just uh, hit us up yesterday. They're going to arrange some times for everybody to go pick up their stuff, their personal belongings from the school because the school year's ending. Yeah. And I didn't think, I mean, I wonder how, I'm worried about how that's going to emotionally act with them, you know, having to put a mask on and going up to the school. Like, 
I'll report back next week, but I, you know, I, I I think about that because I I worry that the kids are starting to see that the normalcy is not. It's not coming back. Not like, now. It's no. going to be a different normal when we get out of this for sure. Because think about it now, like you know, most diseases have sort of a reoccurring, you know, cycle, right? Like yeah. once we figure this out and once we have a vaccine, it'll be much different. But like right now, the new normal will be much different than our old normal. It's crazy. I feel like I, I said this last time and I don't mean to keep harping down it, but like I'm a big hugger. I'm a big tactile person. And the fact that I haven't been able to go see people face to face and give them hugs and, you know, hang out with people and talk real close and shake hands and pat people on the back. Like it's all those things are messing with me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, dude. It's tough. I know. I, I feel the same way. I'm a better in person with work. I'm a better I'm a better drop in appointment type of guy. And it's yeah. weird. You know, it's weird. We're all going to have to make changes, but we're, we're making it through it, dude. Everything's everything's going through. Uh, you know, we talked about you baking bread. Yep. I saw your, your your bread. Oh, yeah. Just a couple minutes ago on the text message. It looks good. Dude, it's so it's a wheat. It's a wheat sourdough. I have a new way of doing it. Like before I was just whipping it together and then dumping everything in and then like cooking. And it was really, really dense. Like my my starter is not as strong as like one of those starters in the packets, you know, you dump yeah, it yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden it airs up and you only need to wait like an hour. Yeah, yeah. Mine's more of a long-term process, so it took me about a day to do this. And it's not active day. It's just like mess with it here and there for like a grand total of half an hour through, you know, a couple different things. But it's looking awesome. I can't wait to cut into it. And I'm sure everybody out there is doing sourdough. Like I feel like everybody is doing it and – there's no flour at the store, so I had to use wheat flour this time. And is that weird or is that no? I think in the long no. term that's good. Yeah, be my wife has been making my my wife bakes anyway. My wife bakes a lot, so I'm fortunate that like they make treats and you know. But my daughter and wife made some made a starter and they made some bread and I think it's a thing, dude. And I think maybe that's a positive. We say that we won't go back to the same normal. Maybe the new normal is people will experiment with making bread at home like they they found these crafty things to do which is pretty cool well i tell you what like going down the road of crafty like do you think that we're gonna go back to like we had this big resurgence of people making their own things sewing crocheting you know being crafty painting like doing all this active stuff that we just didn't make time to do before because we were just all about the all-powerful dollar, right? Everybody's out trying to make money or, like, watching their kids. It's, like, one or the two. Yeah. Now it's, like, because we're stuck, we're doing a lot more things where it's, like, well, now I'm, you know, my mind is going to explode if I don't do something. And so, like, we're using, making pottery and making bread and, you know, cooking for ourselves and going outside and going for walks and stuff like that. Like, it's all this weirdness that I didn't do before. I think there's a culture shift to it for sure. I think yeah. uh, we're going to make, I think maybe not forever, because I think when they get everything wrapped up and people will start to feel more confident going outside. But I, I think maybe part of the disposable culture we had is gone. And that's not a bad thing. I think maybe people are going to start trying to do things themselves. But I think, I think it's a positive thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Here's, uh, here's the weird thing is, is, and I don't know if you've thought anything about this. I haven't gone on a vacation in a long time anyways. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if when I choose to go on vacation and things are the new normal, I did air quotes. Are we going to like want to be on an airplane? Like will the airplane business come back 
from all of this or do you think people are going to have this weird sensation of like is it safe no i think there's a lot of industries that are going to be like that and i think the airlines are one of them i mean i wouldn't want to get on an airplane right now but without a doubt i do want to go to hawaii that's why i think about it you know what i mean yeah is it worth going to mexico or hawaii on an airplane or is it like when is it not too soon from this event bro i don't know are you going to want to stay in a hotel I, that's another thing. Who, who knows? Like, will I yeah, want to, will I, I choose somebody's house over a hotel because of that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of industry like that. Think about movie theaters. I just read something about movie theaters the other day. Are you ready to go back to a movie theater? Dude, I was just thinking about this. What if we started our own drive-in theater? Because I feel like drive-in movie theaters are going to be, like, pumping. I think that would be a huge thing. It, what, all they'd have to do is figure out, I mean, all, I say that easily, like it would be easy, but they have to figure out their bathroom and their concession stand, and then they're cruising. Dude, I think absolutely. it could be. And I'd love to go check that out. Yeah, there's a lot of industries out there that I think are going to have to really take a peek at what they're doing, because I think people are going to be nervous about going back out and checking things out, dude. Absolutely. I think th- I think it's going to be part of human nature. We're going to be hesitant to jump back into the, the swing of things, you know? Do you find yourself but, thinking of quick solutions for other people's problems in this? Uh, I, you know, just because of what we do for a living, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of solutions for people, but it's not easy, man. Like, yeah, I, I try and empathize with it. I have a, I have a somebody I talked to that owns a gym, mm-hmm. and that's tough. They've been closed now for like two months now. You I know, know? and you can't month. charge people the same amount of money that you used to. For like a video course, because people don't well, have don't, the equipment for like a gym, you know. I yeah, and he's they're in a place like even when they get the green light to reopen. Are you ready to go to? I mean, people want to get out of the house and do some workouts, but I think you got to be cautious. There's going to have to be. We're going to get serious now, but I think people are going to have to think about. Uh, people are going to have to think about the consumer journey. Yeah, absolutely, and a lot <laughs> I mean, of people can't to, do it. They can't. They don't have that empathy. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, you're going to have to consider, I think customer safety was not a consideration for, like, retail outlets or places where people go, movie theaters, grocery stores, but now it certainly is. Like, having a safe safe situation is a big thing. It was safety, but the safety was clean up water so somebody doesn't break their back, right? Like, it 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 was a different level of safety. Now it's like must clean everything and have you noticed that when you go into a store lately that your senses are just overwhelmed with how clean it is like it's almost like too clean now i like it i wonder if we're gonna if we're gonna go back to a day where like um you know because a certain amount of dirtiness maybe this is the wrong way to say it like a certain amount of of grossness is good because then it builds up our immune systems if we're like sanitizing things to death every single time are these weird things going to come back into swing, like these weird diseases or whatever? No, I don't know. Yeah, I heard about that too. I think we got to be careful. Absolutely. Let the kids eat some dirt because that's what they're going to do to build their immune system. I'm a big believer in in that because, like, you know, you eat food off the floor, it's gross. You get some weird disease from it or you don't. But then, you know, your, your immune system goes up. Yeah, but I want a, I want a restaurant that's serving people to have a different standard than you know. I'm letting my kids play with mud well, in the backyard. I, I think there's there's a 
A restaurant. Yeah, definitely don't be dropping food on the floor. I'm just saying for for us, like us. You know what I mean? Like our own our own way of doing things. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I know. I know. I, it's going to be a balance, and we're going to have to figure that out for so, sure. So why I brought up the are you thinking about other people's problems all the time is because yeah. not to necessarily help an industry that I never used in the be, you know in the beginning. I never yeah. I never stayed at hotels. Like if I drove somewhere. It would take a lot for me to stay at a hotel, and if I did, I was literally like driving in at 3 a.m., being like, I just need to crash for a couple hours, and then as soon as I was done, I was out. Like, I never stayed at a hotel, you know what I mean? But, like, I was thinking the other day a great idea for a hotel chain would be what if what if to sort of comply with social distancing but also create an opportunity? What if a big chain like Hilton or whatever – brought in a couple bands for like a concert and it was on closed network TV just across the nation in their hotels and you had to get like to get a ticket to the show you had to rent the room for the night and they were able to like serve food bring food up clean it whatever and it was just these one event a month kind of things where they just booked out like you spent 200 bucks for a room right for like five people to go and party and it's like you know social distancing because you're really only partying with your your core crew and then um and then you just kind of avoid other people like you have different check-ins for how expensive your your room is different upsells for like food and then you literally just have bands across the nation staying at the same hotels and then you film it and then broadcast it on your closed network tv that's smart you know i just read an article this afternoon that facebook that zuckerberg was talking about they are working to implement a way where they'll do virtual concerts and you'll have to buy you'll they'll have a ticketing procedure for it. Well, so Zucks has a good idea and he also has the the means because they bought um, the Oculus. So yeah. you would you would use the Oculus as a VR to then go and then see the event. Did you see that Fortnite uh, did that with um, they just uh, Travis had a Scott? Yeah, with yeah, Travis- I, I watched it. I watched it with my son. That's a great transition, dude. That my, was my- cool. Yeah, we watched it. My, my, uh, we watched it. It was it was really cool. Like it's neat that they were able to do that. You know, that's a that's a crazy thing for people that don't know. Inside Fortnite, uh, hip hop guy, he's a rapper, Travis Scott, uh, did a little mini concert with all these visuals and interactive things. And and what it was is like you would join the lobby in Fortnite or join the server, and then you know it was a big countdown, and then a huge like. Travis Scott came down and performed for all these people, like hanging out in the game. And then they bounced you around in the game, like they made you fly, they made you swim. Yeah, yeah. There was all these w- crazy visuals coming. Dude, if they did that in VR, like how crazy would that be? Yeah, it was cool. It was very interactive, man. And we uh, we checked it out. My, my my son and I checked it out. We watched uh, that together. He thought it was really cool. Dude, I I think things like that are going to grow for sure. And whoever has the means and the ways to kind of monetize it the right way. I think it'll be awesome because think about it like this. I always thought, okay, would I pay the same price for watching a movie that I did when I went to a movie theater at home? You know, like the convenience of being home, the money you're going to save from like parking and driving and babysitter and all this stuff, right? Like would I spend a hundred bucks or whatever just to have a video piped in one time to my house? And I always thought, yeah, I think I probably would. And then they started doing that with like the pre-release where it's like they release the movie a little bit ahead of time so that you can download it before it's actually out or you can buy it. And yeah. it's like $25. It's like a quarter of the cost that I was thinking. I'm like, ah, just wait. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm so funny. cheap, dude. 
No, there was a man. The AMC movie chain is super pissed at at Universal Pictures. So Universal Pictures did a new Trolls movie like last week. Oh yeah, and they released it to like cable, like the pay per view or what? And I don't think it's pay per view anymore. But they released it digitally because there's no movie theaters to check it out, right? Right. Yeah. And the and the and the guy that runs Universal was like, man, that was a huge success for us. Like that's a great new delivery model. They were like, even when things change, we may continue to do that. In addition. To using movie theaters. Well, because for parents, that's the thing, dude. It's like the experience of going to a movie theater is huge. Like it, it's nostalgic. You get popcorn somebody else makes. You don't have to clean up your mess. It's big screen. It's all this stuff. But it's a, it's a lot. You know, you, you yeah. loved the, I loved the thing you used to say when we worked together. It's like bring out the scales, you know, like the scales of, you know, how much time and effort and pain am I going through for this one experience? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't think I will. I, I hate to say it because the movie industry was the, the theaters were super pissed at them. They were like, "We're not going to, you know, show any of your movies when things get better." Yeah. But I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, I went and saw the Last Jedi oh, with okay. my daughter because she's a huge Star Wars fan, right? Yeah. We saw it in the theater, and she dressed up like Ray. Oh yeah. And there was and there was like a Chewbacca hanging out. Like it was cool, right? Yeah. But uh, honestly. Sorry, I didn't turn my notifications off. That was on me. <laughs> um, honestly, like, it, it, would it be any different for me hanging out on the couch with the family and watching it now? Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer on that. Probably not now because of our new normal, but, like, before it was a pain. Like, when I was trying to think of, okay, would I pay extra for a movie that's not out yet? I mean, I'm cheap when it comes to stuff like that. I have time that i will whittle away to make something a little bit easier for me but ultimately like when it comes down to you know is the experience going to be better for me now or is it something that i want to do because my kids are just jumping on me and they just want to see this movie i'd probably shell out the money to do the trolls world tour if my kids were sort of like if they were excited about that they're not at that point yet where it's like they're excited for movies to come out because they're just used to watching youtube videos right now yeah, my kids love YouTube videos too, incidentally. Dude, That's the new meta. God, it is. And it's terrible because it's not, you can't control. Like, you can't control no. it the same, dude. No, you know what? YouTube, they have a kid's YouTube. Even on the app. kid's YouTube, dude, some of that stuff is just straight yeah. garbage. Like, it's not offensive, but it's no, like it's trash. It's somebody who can't sing, doing terrible visuals, and it's just awful and annoying and it repetitive. And it gets Dude. stuck in your head, and it's the one that my daughter likes. <laughs> ah, wait for this. So my kids, I don't want to call it the YouTube channel, but like they, they watch this YouTube channel with these guys that like pay, play pranks on each other and walk around and do things. Yeah. But it's owned by a company that sells stuff online. Oh. They're basically branded commercials that my kids love because they see it as content. Yeah. But also they're like they're like, hey, we could get that. We could just go to that website. Oh, so they're man. being delivered ads, like long form ads on YouTube, dude. And it's scary for the kids because it, it, YouTube makes it hard to balance control yes. on what your kids watch, man. And that's 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 a pretty difficult thing. Like, you kind of got to monitor what they're doing. You got to kind of watch what, what's happening out there because they can go down weird rabbit holes. And I'm not even talking about seeing something awful. Like, right. But they can go down stupid rabbit holes where they're watching some guy who opens toys well, and who's that... brought you by, like, a toy company all the time, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of them are like that. I, I, I hate that just because there's that aspect of it. And luckily I've dodged the bullet of having to buy a lot of things toy wise. 
But yeah. right now, my son's all about like these games. So now he just watches constant like walkthroughs and playthroughs of these, you know, apps on the iPad that inevitably just have more commercials for other apps. So he just goes down this crazy little spiral. Yeah, yeah, of, I yeah. need this game. I need this game. And they're all free. But this the terrible thing is that he just isn't satiated with the game that he's playing. He doesn't enjoy what he's playing right now. He only wants the next one. And so he keeps downloading other games, and I hate it. I hate it. It's, it's awful. something stupid yeah. that I hate. I told my, my son I, I don't like him playing ads because that's the thing. The ads <laughs> become like a playable version of the game. Yeah. Uh, just wait. The rabbit. So in the last, I don't know if we talked about it, in the last two weeks I created, my son and my daughter have their own gamer tags now. Oh, big step. Yeah, because they're playing Minecraft, which leads me to I was playing some games, and I was looking at my friends list on 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 Xbox. Yep. So if you guys aren't gamers out there, like it's like it's almost like a social network. In fact, I think maybe Microsoft is trying to frame it as a social network. Like you have friends that you play with and and you can see their activity and there's a feed and they can make clips and they'll post it. But I was looking through my friends list on on Xbox and I have a ton of people out there that I just it's weird. I don't play with them. And some of the people I don't even really know. Like, I don't know them in really lot, real life. I only know them because I play with them at some point. Yeah. But I had a hard time. It's time for me to cultivate and get rid of old baggage of friends on the internet. Dude, we were talking about this with Facebook, and I think that's what actually spurred me to do it. I went through and I actually called down my list of friends. Yeah. And I still have, like, what was weird. Here's the weird part is I felt guilty about kicking some of them off of my friends list. Yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. I, I felt like, well, they may, not, they may not know, and obviously I haven't played with them in a long time, and the thing about Xbox is you can actually go online offline, so it look it doesn't look like you're online, so that you can kind of avoid any friends. Like, it's this weird thing, like you add them as a friend, and then you go offline so that they don't know that you're online, so they don't bother you, and they don't feel weird about you not playing with them. Yeah, it's weird. But I I hate that. So I started kicking people off, and I felt guilty about some of the people I was kicking off. And then I actually kept some that I probably should have kept kicked off. We'll see how it goes. It, it's super weird because I, I looked, and I probably have like 40 people on my friends list, and I play with all of five. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, inclu- and I'm including you in that. You and I haven't played together for a long time. Know, so, dude. like, it's super strange, man. Like, and I, you know, it's like that with Facebook, too. You look at Facebook – I I was of the age. See, I was old enough that I was out of college when Facebook launched, so I wasn't part of that crowd that like got it when it was a college only thing. Yeah. But like I, I my first two years on Facebook, I just you know I think everybody did it. You went on a tear to try and friend everybody, everybody. you've ever you known in your everybody life. Everybody that you could. Yeah, like people I went to elementary school with you, but I haven't talked to you in twenty five years. Like now we're friends on Facebook, you know. And you still and, avoid their posts. You're like, yeah, I don't know about that guy anymore. Well, I've been, yeah, I've been calling my Facebook friends list too. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know you, you know, <laughs> I don't know you. And it's different. Cause we, you know, we, we, let's bring this back to the adventures in Dadland part. I, you know, I, all I post on Facebook at this point on my own personal Facebook, I have two Facebooks. I have a Colfax Facebook. You should absolutely like, cause I post all sorts of cool things. Facebook.com slash Hey Colfax, H E Y Colfax. But then I have like my personal page that I literally, I only post pictures of my kids and like pictures of the bread my my wife cooks, which are awesome photos. I love those photos. Yeah. But, but like they're the weird to I go w- out to somebody who you don't know. 
yeah, dude. Like I, I, the guy that I went to middle school with that I knew that all that time ago. Like I, I don't care about his family. I don't really particularly want his nose in my business. Is that strange? No, it's not strange. And here's the other thing: is not everybody's on the same page when it comes to social media. Like, especially now because we're in a political year and we have the pandemic and we have all this other stuff that's like way heavy that's out there. Dude, I mean, I know that you have them because everybody has them. But there's like friends that you have on your Facebook that just go on a tear like they just like rip somebody up or they just really aggressive or they're just like it's like troll but to an extreme because they're like caged they feel like they need to like let their social media anger out and you're like oh man i want to block you but <laughs> yeah <laughs> I no, you, gotta know un- you. you gotta unfriend them dude i mean i think that's a that's part of the ripping the band-aid off you so know here- i've got- I have a I have a quick call back to that though, so I want to look at it a different way because that's just how my brain is. And one of the things that I've heard about is, and I and I'm gonna describe this terribly because I didn't prep it, but like we're in this weird mode right now on social where everybody digs into just their inner circle, and if you're not really a part of the same mentality, you kind of kick everybody out, right? Yeah. You just want to be friends with everybody that's sort of like minded. But what that's creating, and I read this opinion piece on it, I think it was in the New Yorker, and it was about how now there's like different levels of this aggressiveness that are happening because people that are not as aggressive as some of the other people are getting kicked out of the aggressive groups, and then yeah. they just rile each other up to this like this insane like mental craziness, and then they're just going out, and then of course you have like bots and stuff, the like fake accounts that are trying to get people like that all worked up. And it's just this weird bit of misinformation going out on social media because people are riling each other up. Yeah. So I almost like I've almost started keeping people that I'm not really associated with, think similar to or whatever, just because I want to see what it is that they're saying. I want to like block it, but then I don't just so I can like be like, okay, I read that thing. So if somebody brings it up, I know where it came from. (laughs) It's like information grab. Is that no, weird? I get it. No, that's not weird. That's not weird. I, uh, man, look, I don't mess with politics on Facebook. I don't. I don't. I posted a meme, actually. This is on my Colfax page. I posted a meme about wearing a mask yeah. and comparing to somebody peeing on somebody else. It's weird. You should go check it out. But uh, <laughs> in the comments, here come people that I don't know. Yeah. You know? And they're all, like, trying to make a political stance in there. And I'm like, look, you know? Get out of here with that shit, cause I don't need it, man. Like, like it's not a context. Like, I'm not trying to be political. You post a meme because it's funny. I'm Look. not trying to have a groundbreaking conversation with you on on Facebook. Also, my stupid meme is not challenging your belief system. But people you know, like, they feel like you are. That's crazy, dude. I think we need to unplug and walk out. Here we go. You got to unplug and walk out in your backyard every once in a while, cause people are more apt to say something crazy on Facebook than they would face to face. You yes. know? Yeah actually one of the best so talking about memes one of the best little videos that i saw was a gif that came from Ludacris was about how people on in uh was it people on instagram or just people on social so people on social be like and it's a video of these dogs barking like really aggressively through a fence but then the fence starts opening up and so they follow the fence to like have that barrier and then once it's completely open they just run away i love i loved that so much it was i mean people are crazy online man and that's just been intensified with this, this everything going on right now it's an election year we're in a pandemic like it's just it's just, you know, take it easy. Yeah. I, it's funny because my kids, 
they both it's wild to me but they my daughter particularly they have had discussions at school about online etiquette yeah like she has papers i've seen them where they say you know don't say something online that you wouldn't say to somebody you know in person i like that because dude. it's prevalent now dude, yeah awesome. well it's, it's prevalent now for these kids you know and i think a lot of adults could take that too like dude, they really take could. it easy man you know they like it's, it's wild it's it it's everything except our podcast <laughs> and and our direct <laughs> social is potentially weird so you should be skeptical about it and just take a deep breath don't be skeptical about us that's all we're asking i'm not trying to push my opinion on anybody dude you believe what you want <laughs> make sure you download our podcast <laughs> I think coming up next episode, or is it the next episode, we'll have the opportunity for people to subscribe to us on the different services? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that's all I want. We want you to like the posts that these retweet us, subscribe to our podcast. We'll take all types. You can. It doesn't matter what you believe in. And interact with us. We're, we're open to it. And then if we unfollow you, you know exactly why. Yeah, unless you're a flat earther, then get out of here with that. I don't need that. <laughs> Uh, well that's good man that was a huge chunk go uh that'll be our goal for the week my goal is going to be to to, you know what i'm not going to prune the facebook page i'll take a page out of your book and keep the other options and the other opinions okay here's here's what i say i say prune it down a little bit but even the most aggressive one try to keep one or two of those and just know that when you see their little profile picture you're like okay they're coming from something else something different different point of view because that's what i think we need more of we need more people able to at least like maybe not internalize it but just listen to what other people are saying that's where we have this huge disconnect now i think that's why politics is so rampant with rage yeah people are just they they're coming from this if you don't agree with me then i'm not going to listen to you at all but when has anybody over 10 people in a group ever agreed on everything at the exact same time no it's never so keep it open dude it's never happened not going to happen we have to get back to a place where people are okay to just listen, maybe be mad, but just like at least hear what it is and make sure that they know that, okay, now I'm going to listen to you too. Not like that. Look at you. Uh, on the other side, I am going to call my Facebook or, or my, my uh, no, not my Facebook, my, my Xbox friends list. No, I'm going to, I'm going to call my face, my Xbox uh, friends list. So if you're out there and we're friends and we haven't played together in a long time and you want to go drop in Warzone, you better hit me up because if not, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're, you're getting the gonzo this weekend for oh, sure. Oh, getting kicked. Uh, make sure you're following us on all the social channels. All my stuff is at Hey Colfax, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And yours are? I'm all over the place. But if you look up Gerbil G3RBIL, you'll find me in one of those. Because I like the, the Yeah, the that's, e that's, that's my common three. thread. It's G3. You're elite like that, man. You're, you're is that gamer, elite? Man. That's that's no, a, that, that's somebody's gamer tag, right? Elite with a three. I don't know. Probably. You're very hip in doing that. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, Gerbil, good luck with the bread. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Yeah, man. Catch ya. Later. Yeah. Hot and iced Sunrise Batch Coffee from Dunkin'.
A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.